greatest jewel of advice that he gave me was sort of kind of he I promise you this changed how my whole like my whole outlook right so like mm-hmm. usually you think like king and queen you think like prosperity right being like being someone that people I'm not gonna say bow down to but respect right everybody works for you he challenged my thinking he said a king is the greatest servant a king yeah. a king's gonna put in the most hours make the yeah. toughest decision put in the most work wow. and sacrifice the That's most crazy. so it's like how can you expect everyone to sacrifice and to bend your will when it's like nigga like you don't even you don't what do you sacrifice to your people that's true yeah. you are now tuned in to a power podcast network production all right what's going on guys welcome 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 again to the powder room birthday week Ooh. birthday week we got Rissa's birthday today we got stoney's birthday thursday you know um looking forward to whenever she does pull up it's storming Terribly right now. It's a tsunami. Terribly. It's like really, really dangerous. So we hope that she pulls up safely. Uh, welcome to the powder room where our mascara may run, but the work still gets done. Gets done. Um, man, how was your weekend, Stoney? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had to work a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah. How about you? I went. Uh, we went hiking yesterday. Yeah, we went. We went when it's not yesterday. raining, right? When it's not raining, I'm glad we did go yesterday because it's looking like we had like a nice little dry spell. Um, it was a really dope moment because um, Lance's baby baby sister, she's nine, she wound up like she was a little upset the first time she went, but then yesterday, like she wound up leading the way oh, like yeah the and she went all the way to the top oh, a whole new mountain everything that's and awesome a really really dope moment there were a lot of people out there too for father's day oh, um, I bet. yeah it was fire um what you call it uh what else happened oh shit my event uh my event was a huge success on Hello. friday yeah shout out to pig from top top shout out to top shelf shout out to Midtown Lounge in Spartanburg. Did you see the footage from that? Mm-mm. Oh, you have to show me. my God. Bro, it was packed. Pack, really? Pack, 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 I'm pack. sure people want to get the yeah. fuck out of the house. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. It was definitely weird seeing people, like, after, like girls full mask, gloves, right. like, matching their outfit type. Like, that, that was... <laughs> that's kind of dope, That though. was interesting. Like, I'm like, but, like, you got to take it off the drink, too. So, it was really... You could see the shift. And everybody, like, wanting to get outside and wanting to, like really just get out and like be with everybody but like it was still kind of like uncomfortable too for most people like so it was definitely um even for me um as the host um I didn't have a wireless mic until like way like until probably like close to the end of the event and then um just as I was walking through I'm like yo like too tight in there like Mm -hmm. i'm naturally now like it's so funny like everybody's naturally making themselves three to six feet away from people yeah i was about to say do you feel like people maybe felt weird because i don't know in the back of their head they're still thinking okay i need a social distance and that's what i was because we've been stuck in the house for three months and to an extent i feel like i've lost some social um like abilities to an extent like when i'm in crowds now i don't feel like i can maneuver quite as well as I used to and it's like it's like a skill I'm gonna have to reacquire when we enter back into the real world it definitely came off like a gravitational pull almost it kind of felt like middle school party a little okay. bit still so it still awkward. felt like before but even worse now and like it was almost like people wanted to dance but it wasn't really encouraged it was more so like solo dancing three to feet three feet away was happening way more than like wow. the whole like 
hey, you trying to dance real quick? Like, it wasn't. And now the club was already steering away from slow jams at the end anyway. Now it's no slow jams. Ain't no. Ain't nothing to rock. There's no, no, there's no point. Because if, if you play a slow jam, that's encouraging contact. Right. So you only get that one song at the very end of the night. And then it's a girly song that, like, no guy wants to, like, Janae Aiki yeah. at the end of the night. No dude's going to dance with you to that. So it was definitely interesting because the, the club dynamic was already shifting that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it already felt like the club was already, I've already seen it shift from the last hour being slow jams to the last 30 minutes to the last 15 minutes. And now it was already becoming null and void. And now it's just like, no, no R&B in the club. None Damn, that's at sad. All. So a sad like, day. Yeah, because that means the whole, um, that was where a lot of grandparents and everybody else met. Like you, I'm just trying to think back in the day, like when you would slow dance with your partner at the shindig back then. That was a big, that was a lot of couples fell in love that way. And now it's just so easy to look and be like, no. So I mean, I can't speak really for my whole generation, but I know myself. I've never been to a club and had like them play a slow jam. Had them play, that, like right. that, like I could legit dance to. And I've never, I've never, I've only been to like one or two clubs and I don't think Coyote Joe's really counts as a club so yeah. it's like um, I've never actually got to experience the, like the whole club dynamic that whole of, shifting yeah and I wish I would have been born it like, was so dope farther um, back I so forget I what the term that. is called like Lance calls it something like dancing on the wall that was a big thing like you looked forward to that like who are you gonna dance with for that last hour like you knew like all right, so and so is gonna be there, and so even even making that effort, like, oh, you gonna dance with me, like when, right. when the slow jams come on, like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm dance. He might not claim you all week long, but he gonna dance with you when the slow jams come mm-hmm. on, like that even was like, yeah. So it's not um, slow dancing is now reserved for weddings and um, <laughs> like weddings, damn. and that's, that's it. it. Fuck. You get one with your man and one with your daddy. That's crazy. There's no more slow, like, that's it. Or for your home. Like, now, like, that's it with, like, yeah. yeah. But who really, how many people really slow dance in their house? We do. Oh, well, y'all are fucking cute. Yeah. (laughs) We do. I'm like, we do actually. I mean, me and Dad would be, like, bopping in the house. We ain't been slow dancing in the house. No, we'll bop in the house. But, like, no. So, Lance is, like, he's super traditional. Like, he'll just, like, I'll be cooking and then he'll spoon me around. I'll see that. I would be like, my yeah. beans. No, don't like, distract that, me. I'm yeah. going to burn my That's beans. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I'm like, I'm cooking. I'm cooking right now. I'm, like, I'm trying to be romantic. Men, and then I'm like, men, oh, my God. Men, like, if, if your woman is nice enough to cook for you, leave her the fuck alone so she can cook. I'll just go, or, you know, and don't, or keep me company like at the table. Yeah, like, like hang out roll in the kitchen up. with... Yeah, no, but don't roll up while I'm in the middle of something. Then try and pass me that shit <laughs> with shit all over your hands. Are you? I serious? love my man. He's the sweetest. No, he really will roll too. up right in the middle of me, like cutting tomatoes. What are you making? No, I'm frying chicken or something. Like it's from fried. Uh, so there's flour mm-hmm. and, and, and like a all mess everywhere. Just everywhere. And he, then he has to come over and like, try hold, hold it for you. It's not the same. I can't get the same. It's not the same hit. Like it's not. Like, but I appreciate you. I appreciate it now. Like I hope we're rolling up after. This because I'm gonna want to smoke. I know because you like, really didn't get to because I didn't like really. That. You got to smoke. Yeah, but you I got to smoke, to smoke and watch me cook. I'm so glad that we got that out because now I feel a lot better. That, that doesn't <laughs> ha- just happen to me. If that yeah, happens to you too, please, you. like Jesus Christ, that shit is irritating. 
Like in the best way, but like yeah, in the best way. I would, yeah. I would, I, would, I honestly probably wouldn't trade it for anything. No, because he could not be there. Yeah, exactly. I, I was have, about to say my man could not even come home in the afternoons. He could be doing what the fuck ever he right. does. But like he's like there. the fact that we're having those moments. Like I yeah, don't right. even like. Shut <laughs> up. Like fuck yeah. Yeah, no, he could. Um, <laughs> no, so we're um, but I had a good weekend. So okay, so I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna tell everybody, since it's out there. Um, so I've been planning Lance turns 30 this year. Mm-hmm. So like speaking of birthdays, since we're already here, um, I've been planning Lance's 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, fucking, um, I had everything already lined up, lined up. Like I'm talking to his mom. It's a surprise though. Like he doesn't know what it is. He knows every, people are coming. He knows what day, but right. nothing that like. Past that. So a family member spilled the beans. And Lance was not happy about it, and I would be too. I would have been upset. So basically, I planned a um, yacht birthday dinner. Oh, yeah, that would have been a dope ass surprise. surprise. I know, I know. So we're just kind of swallowing that. This just happened. So we're just like, fuck. Oh, Do you prefer surprises, Lance? Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. I like surprises. Yeah. But I would rather know that you're planning me a yacht party so I can build up the anticipation. You know, see, but like, I, would, I would also be equally as dope to I show would, up. Yeah, but and I, then I like, like I do too. And then I was thinking, like, like, and then it's just one of those like, you ever, um, you have a sequence of events that were happening, and you ever just be thinking, like, what could I have done to prevent it? Oh, absolutely. And so this was one of those, and I'm just going back and forth in my head because I care about my partner so mm-hmm. much, and I'm just like, what could I have done to like? There was nothing like could have done, so I'm kind of sad too like a little bit like i'm a little like yeah but it's like i couldn't have prevented it there was no way this person was gonna have to know and yeah and it's just like it's one of those things yeah but it's still gonna be dope the theme is still a surprise um there's still more to it and so we're still having it and so that's That's gonna be a dope party yeah Yeah, thanks girl but so we can only fit like it was just gonna be like intimate Family only right, vote, but you know the part two and three and like <laughs> I think that'll be about it because like we're old, um, and then yeah that'll be that'll be the best part I think too that'll be even more um, something like to look forward to, right? In a way, but you know what would be trash is if Rissa didn't show up. That would be trash. I hope she comes. It's raining really bad though. It really is. Like I was the closest parking lot. I was the closest parking space to the ABC. I was literally like five feet from the door. Yeah. And when I walked out, like I mean, you see how wet I'm. Like, yeah. I'm no. pretty much dried out now, but like I yeah, was but still, so. It was, yeah. No, it, it came. I was quick. like, oh my! It really did come quick, and I kind of saw it coming when I was in Gastonia, like because Lincolnton was beautiful and sunny, and then when I'm coming through Gastonia, like it's starting to get dark, and I'm like, oh damn. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't no. like driving when I came, when we came out, I was like. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. And I was yelling. No, before we left out, I was like, "You have on a sweater." He was like, "Yeah," and like somebody was dressed for the weather, and now I'm not. So. Yeah, I definitely didn't dress for the weather. Well, let's get into it. All what right. were you inking? So I'm sure everyone knows, um, and it probably has seen it on Instagram, but Cardi B has recently gotten her peacock on her right side i believe so now i know what it is it was a peacock it was a peacock originally yes um she has got the whole thing redone and it is a beautiful piece you can go on her instagram right now and look at it um 
I think she even has the tattoo artist tagged. I can't remember his name exactly, but let me give him a shout out because he is a super dope artist and he does such amazing and vibrant colored pieces. Um, I mean, it really is a work of art the way that he transformed yeah, it. Yeah, I'm looking at um, the old like photo of it. He even like added some things and kind of covered up some spots that were um, not the greatest as far as like artistry wise. Like the artist who originally done it could have put a, put a lot more like detail into it. So he really gave life to the tattoo. Yeah. And aside from it being a dope tattoo, I want to kind of go a little bit deeper than actual tattooing. I know okay. sometimes in life people feel like they're old or faded or maybe don't have like the vibrance of youth that they used to have or maybe even your spirit just feels, you know, kind of broken to an extent. I want to kind of parallel the two. Cardi, Cardi's tattoo was dull. It had really no life to it. Yeah. And then an, an artist came into her life and really put life and breathed life into that piece. And I, I want to say that, you know, People that come into your life, especially the ones who build you up, those are very much like that tattoo artist. They, they can breathe life back into you, and they can really make you feel brand new and whole again. And I've experienced that in my own life with my current partner. I mean, not that I was sad in the dumps before because I was learning to love myself and really evolving as a person, but my previous relationship had really wounded me a lot. And then when I had this wonderful person come in my life, I really felt like, it was life breathed into me again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really felt whole again. And I think so often, you know, we feel hopeless, like, you know, damn, it's just, it's probably just too late for me. But I just want to say, you know, it's, it's really never too late for anyone, but you have to be mindful about who you have in your life because people can give to you, but they can also take away. Yeah. Um, and I think that's such, it's such an important kind of lesson. And I hate to get preachy on that, but I, it kind of sounds like a sermon, but Honestly, like if you have the right person in your life, and even if that right person in your life ha is you, because sometimes you yeah. have to save yourself and you yeah. have to be the person who heals you. You can't always depend on someone else. But I just think I think that we should appreciate those people that we have in our life and try and recognize when someone is giving and also when someone is taking away, and then treating that relationship accordingly. When do when so like and i agree with that i do i agree with that wholeheartedly i i really really do i guess the only um the the question i pose is as an individual that has experienced certain transgressions and you know what i mean toxic relationships mm -hmm. toxicity um just bad circumstances when is the line drawn that the new person is good for you or codependent or, co or a codependency issue. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, like you might be codependent on them. Right, exactly. Like, and, I, and then like, because I, I, I get the point that we're making because like I agree with that wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. like, I have definitely learned how to love myself more in my relationship now. I didn't know how to love myself as much as I do now. Right. At all. Um, but I was afraid to fall deeper you know what I mean? I was afraid to even let that work happen because I don't want it to fall into codependency mm -hmm. or unhealthy reliance. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And then not even so. And then to find out like he's kind of feeling the same way too. Like, well, damn, like I really want to give more to her. Like, but I don't want her to, because of the nature of our relationship, be reliant on me. unhealthy. Right. I think that um, with that, what do we do? Like what would what advice would you give to 
a young listener uh, or a listener, young or old, somebody that's going through something similar and is trying to define, like, what what is the difference between codependency and a healthy interacting relationship? Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think it's kind of a little bit different for everyone, obviously, because everyone's different. But I think at the end of the day, whether no matter how much you love your partner, he or she, you have to be okay with yeah. yourself at the end of the day if he or she walks away. Yeah, it sounds or like Or if something happens. Yeah. If something happens because we aren't promised another day. I mean, you could just not wake up. Yeah. And realistically, if you're so codependent on your partner that... Then maybe you should pull away. And exactly. Work on and I agree with it, that. There is such a thing as the right person in the wrong time. And, you know, mm. the right time for you and it's just the wrong person. But at the end of the day, everyone, that's why I say, you know, be single for a little while, really know about yourself and love yourself because you really can't love someone else truly without loving yourself. And I think that's where that codependency comes in is because you didn't love yourself wholeheartedly in the beginning. So when yeah. you find someone who does make you feel yeah, better you about yourself, you're just like, oh, fuck, I don't, I don't ever want to lose this. And that's fantastic that someone has given mm. that to you, but it's also really, really important that you're mindful about retaining yourself and your uniqueness and not becoming one person i'll retract that because it's okay because i feel like me and and my partner are one to an extent but we are also two different people if we walked away from each other i know that we would both be fine yeah and that is really so important because I think there's a, a responsibility to bear to to the artist. Oh, absolutely. I think that the artist, as, as an artist, like let's just bring it in. Mm -hmm. As a tattoo artist, you have to know when that skin is stressed out. If, oh my! Oh my! And you're working is... it too much. Exactly. And you may be, and if and it could, I don't know what that like. Do your hands hurt or anything like that? Like I don't know what. Not my hands. Like, but my my back will. My okay, back will I was gonna kill say, me if I'm tattooing someone. You have to know that your body is aching because you're probably putting too much strain on it. You're probably doing too much. You're going in too much. You're going right. in too deep to this person. Like you're scarring them even more, just trying to repair something that's already damaged. That I think mm -hmm. that the artist also like. So if you are the mother bird and you are the one that naturally takes care of somebody if you're always that person then you have to learn that yo i'm doing that too because i have very much have always been the mother bird. Mm -hmm. so i've always been the opposite whether it's been guys my my family like i've always been the matriarch i've always been the head mm -hmm. of it so and i did the work by myself and I, i've told listeners this like you guys have heard this if you've listened you know the story that like I dated the wrong guy before I met Lance mm -hmm. and it was very much that it was very much like all the designs of, of me being the mother bird again and it's just super toxic really bad and then the roles reverse on me mm -hmm. like this is the first relationship where I'm having to have to be like taken care of right and now I'm fearful because everybody else has been so codependent on me. You know what I'm saying? Like now I'm afraid that I'm doing the same shit to him that right. like everybody else has done right. to me for years. So then I'm afraid to fall in love. And I think people like us who are so used to taking care of ourselves plus some. Yeah. I almost, and you, you might relate to this, I almost feel like a burden sometimes. It's right. like I'm so opposed to, not that I'm opposed because mentally I say, oh yeah, I would love it. But then when it happens, yeah. it's like, 
I don't know what it's like to be taken care of. So yeah. when I am taken care of, I love it and I try and receive it in the best possible. I and mean, I'm getting better at it, obviously. Yeah. But when we first got together and he was showing me like this, this side that I had never received before, it was so just I hope when sideways from yeah. me. I couldn't, I didn't know how to receive. To right. I felt like, I felt like less of a woman almost because because I'm hearing being all this, strong right. had always made me feel oh, like a woman. Be, you know what I mean? Because I, I was like, I was able to take care of myself and then some, and that that was such an empowering thing for me. It was and then to not be able to do that is yeah. like I'm not gonna cry, but I really feel like I'm about to because that's exactly it. I felt like a burden in mm-hmm. doing this, and what's been second nature for me is now. What not we have that. to realize is that we aren't a burden; that we do bring something to the relationship, and it's a two-way street with two partners. And if you both love each other and nurture each other, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's something that we, as women, especially us two, we have to learn that it's okay to be a little bit vulnerable with our partner. It's okay to let them take care of us because we, in our turn, take care of them. Yeah. In a totally separate way. It's a whole. Yeah, you're so, right. So I mean, it, I it all goes full like circle. That. But everyone just has to be mindful, and if you're in a relationship, to do your part. It's not. 50-50, it's, it's 100% between both partners, or else I really don't think that it'll work. Even in your regular relationships in life, yeah. like if you don't if you don't put your heart into it, they're not going to thrive. Right. And they're I don't not. think you'll thrive either. Right. I want to also, like, you made a good point earlier, too, in as far as, like, um, like, we said you have to do the work on yourself, too, but, like, also in viewing, in self-image, and viewing yourself as, like, don't view yourself as too old or don't view yourself as like or too young or too inexperienced or too washed up i think that also in that moment too like just preaching that um self-love um especially like in times like right now mm-hmm. um do and then do what you gotta do like let me let me let me not be like that that like it's a sweet notion but at the end of the day you didn't like her tattoo and she wanted to get it redone mm-hmm. if there's something about you that you don't like do it like do something if about you have it. breath like, in your lungs it is not too late to totally i thought you were going to say if you have bad breath <laughs> if you really have bad breath too it's not too late to grab it a toothbrush not too late to go to the and floss and do a little and mouthwash get that taken care of the but, brown listerine Ooh, the, i like the blue i know like yeah but the brown listerine like if you got really bad breath like you oh, should just that, go for that because that that's strong okay gotcha. it's like honey it's like I mean, if, I feel like if you have breath in your lungs, yeah. if you woke up this morning, I don't care if you're 99, I don't care if you're 100, I don't care if you're 12. Yeah. If you don't like where you are in your situation, there yeah. is always room for improvement. And hell, half the times that we don't like what situation we're in, take a step back. Did you put yourself in that situation? Right. If you, if you can put yourself in that situation, you can remove yourself from that situation. Right. And I think that's really hard for people to understand because you get stuck in like this comfortable cycle of misery. And then we see it everywhere. Like oh, absolutely. It's always like constantly, like even that, that show, I hate that show, the um, 300 pound or the 800 pound. Yeah, Arissa, we about to. Um, I'm cracking up in your bottle yeah, of Henny, baby. Like, it's, it's birthday week, so. Yes. That's your cancer sister that did that. Um. <laughs> But, um, what were we saying? Damn it. Oh, I'm distracted like by the screen. Life, I think. Yeah. I love that, that show. That shit What the fuck? Like, that's part of the problem. Like, that's, that's part of that complacency. Every time I see that show, I cringe. I fucking cringe. Same. You know, like, that's why I love I it. I know. 
hoarders too. Like oh, I know you can do something that about my this. My house always feels clean as fuck after I yeah. watch hoarders. I'm like, damn, I'm good. No, we do. We have the clean top of a block down because like y'all do have a clean house. I love like it. That. Do we? Like, yeah, no. y'all's house reminds me of my house. Like it's really never messy. What is it like trashed right now? No. Okay, good. It's never it's a, like. Our cleaning standards, like, thank you. Mm -hmm. Our cleaning standards are fairly high. There's certain things that, and like, I don't Do y'all clean every day? Oh, yeah, just about, yeah. So that's yeah. How I'm, I'm like, not um, those people that'll clean my house twice a week. I'll pick up every day. Like, that way, I don't pick clean. up enough. I don't pick up enough. He I'm says, I don't pick up upper. enough, but I'm a big cleaner. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a go, I'm an overhauler. Okay, I'm I got a, you. I got you. I'm a, I got through, you. One through. I, um, but I will say that, like, no, but we, how do we get on it? I, 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 <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know oh, how we got on complacency. it, but I'm going to get back to it. Like, so, oh, matter of fact, we can just bring that whole, all the way through. I didn't realize how much of a trigger it was for him, me not wearing my glasses and walking around and being complacent, even just with my environment. If I'm so worried about, like, do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, not being this, then I need to make that extra effort and making mm -hmm. sure that the rice is off the stove. I know, like, he this insider. But, <laughs> like, the five greens of rice need to get off the stove. Like, that's the funniest insider. Like, like that shit is hilarious. Um, but it, it needs to get up. Mm -hmm. And I need to put my glasses on and make that extra effort. And be like, oh, bitch. Like, because I'm blind as fuck. So if I don't have my glasses on, like, I can't see the shit. Right. Like, um, complacency. Uh, also, to, like, I need to quit smoking. I need to quit smoking. Um, yes, you do. I'm gonna buy you a vape. Uh, so my black and mild wrappers, like they're so flimsy, mm -hmm. and like I'll just stuff them in my pocket, like try to throw them away, and they just wind up like falling on my pocket because they like it's that cellophane, so it like. It's a sign from God. That I need to quit smoking, yeah, because it's irritating the crap out of my partner. I've become complacent, and like, and I haven't done the work within myself. I don't like that I smoke, so I need to do the work to quit smoking. You don't like. How you look, don't get mad at somebody else for the way, you know what I mean, their journey. Just do the work within yourself. So I guess we'll shot to that. So doing the work. Doing the work on ourselves. If you're at home, yourself. take a shot. Take a some shot water. doing the work on yourself. Smoke a blunt. Something. Ooh. But yeah, I also say too, like, you know, this is an analogy like I heard a long time ago and it really makes, it, it's really always like been in the back of my mind. If you sit and shit long enough, you're not going to smell the shit. If you sit wow. and you're complacent yeah. long enough, you're not going to realize that you're complacent. That's true. You're not going to realize that you're not. you think not that's what happened to those 800 Like, yeah, that's definitely it. They Absolutely, because that just becomes your exactly. normal. There was, they didn't grow up. They weren't as babies eating six. No. Eight slices of pizza. Right. Or and a whole as pizza. Babies, they weren't, like, stashing all their it's dirty diapers in a pile. And it's also wow. oh, for for hoarders. Oh my goodness! But yeah. If, if you if you sit in that shit, you're not gonna smell it, and that's gonna become your new normal. Right. If some random person walks by, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, you smell like shit." You don't. You don't even know. know. You don't know. You don't even know you don't smell like shit. You don't know, and that that yeah, you smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people who have cat like piss shit. in their house. They always smell like cat piss. They don't smell the Ooh, shit. Ooh, I hate that. Ugh. So when we were hiking, I walked past somebody, and they smelled like. Oh my god. You know how mad I was that we were outside? No, I was like, we're outside. No, we're outside. You're outside at and you the smell waterfalls. 
and I can still smell you, bro. That shit happened. Oh man, we were in the studio the other night, and this dude came through. Yeah. And he like came by to pass me the blunt, and when he lifted Stop his playing. when he lifted his what arm, like? his bo hit me. Was it like musty or was it like man? It was straight like just. Like he hadn't showered in a couple of days. It was so Ew, bad. Uh, and he was really nice. So obviously I didn't say anything to him. But it's just like, baby boy, put your arm. You know, I don't like when people uh, smell like uh, mildew. Uh, I feel like mildew is the prime example of that. That if you sit in shit long enough, mm-hmm. you won't realize it. Like mildew is that same way. If you wash your clothes, like and you don't know, like that pile of clothes, you know what I mean? You're gonna, you let them you're, sit. If you, and then if you wear that, you won't, you'll smell it at first, but you'll go through the day. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll not even know it. that you smell like mildew exactly. until somebody walks <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like cigarette smokers don't know that they smell like cigarettes. Yeah. Until someone else, I mean, now that I'm a, I quit smoking cigarettes two years yeah. ago, and it's like, I you can't can even, smell it. I can't even stand the smell yeah. now, but back then, I No, I can't stand the smell of cigarettes. I gave up cigarettes, but I gave up milds, too, because that's how Lance feels, because Lance quit smoking milds, mm-hmm. so he hates the smell of right. milds. I think they're trying to come in, if or when, maybe. Oof. Roy is here. Roy! Corduroy! Roy around and showing him the location. Oh, Roy's here. Oh, he just walked in. I just said his name and then he walked in. Sup? Hey! How are you? I like oh. the bed. It's so good to see you, Roy. Welcome back. I don't know where she at, but she's a birthday girl too. It's like this Thursday. Thursday, so I don't know what's happening. I guess we're going to do. Liquid pie. Oh, okay. Hey, listen, <laughs> everybody's here. Like, I'm about to just FaceTime her, so. Yeah, go ahead. Roy, if you want to. Um, yeah, if you want to. I got some Henny right there. Were yeah. you up something? Thank you for coming through, Roy. Thank you for inviting Thank me. Thank you for coming to the power room. Where, yeah, you ain't been hey. around since, like, the, under, uh, what did we call it? The vault episode. The, vault. The, the vault. Yeah, the ones yeah. we'll never the unreleased. be able to access. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, the unreleased episode. The lost tapes. We haven't seen you since <laughs> the lost tapes. But I'll tell you what, chemistry, you chemistry was built during the, uh, during the lost tapes. Facts. Uh, uh, I've, been, I've been cool. Can't complain. What you up to? What you been working on? Right now, radio station. Woo, tell us all about it. Yeah, all right. So, Concrete Dialect, a.k.a. The Word on the Street. I am your host, Red Quarters, Mr. Cordy Air. Um, I'm here to talk shit and play good music. And that's it? And, yeah. When is that? When can we look for that? All right, so I was shooting for, I wanted July 1st, but July 1st isn't going to work out. July 7th, if you hit the link, it's going to be 24 hour. Okay. Like, just hit the link. All right. Exciting. I'm sure Congratulations. We'll, have, we'll get that to you guys. Of course, we'll be definitely be promoting that. Like, we're just so happy to have you back. Glad you got back into it. We were just talking about doing the self-work, and um, you were doing, like, a lot of work yeah, on yourself recently. Yeah. You might get into that a little bit. Yeah, so um so even let's let's start with just like like the most personal, other personal, which is yeah. like my relationship with my family. Um, being someone that's 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 young but realizes that like time it, it could work you can work with it or this it's gonna keep working, right? So like I want stuff like now and like because I wanted stuff now and my family's not necessarily tapped into like the entertainment world in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like I was, you know, I didn't yeah. to turn my back. Like, like I, like even, even to come and um, start working on 104.4, the sacrifice I had to make, I was at my cousin's birthday party when I got a call for an interview, right? right. And like, hey, little cuz, I love you so much, but cousin's got to go. So like, for me, always being like absent, that took, 
even though like I, I got to meet you know Lance yourself yeah. yourself I got to meet a lot of great people it's like damn like like my family started to sort of kind of not know who I was anymore so like I've been spending time getting closer being a uh, being a better son to my mother you know what I mean yeah. being someone that my little brother can ask questions you know stuff like that so like once I got my foundation with my family I started looking at the radio I want to be like Lance Right, so <laughs> uh, looking at the radio, and then like with the with the beats, uh, I just I've been studying music. I've been working on like the ability to uh, small talk, not yeah. s- not sell, but just be able to converse. You know, mm-hmm. talk with people, make people comfortable, and not to even consider yeah. buying from you. And that's uh, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it. That's big though. Yeah. Like that's huge. That's good. That's mm-hmm. um. A testament to, um, I don't even think we talked about that, like the people that could get hurt along the way of your journey to finding who you are. Like Mm. you might hurt others on the way to finding out who you are as your core being, but you have to be like, you have to be okay with that and learn how to make the Mm. necessary adjustments. uh, I've been seeing a lot more um, entrepreneurs, CEOs, creators talking about, especially male counterparts talking about um, making it a point to um, as of lately touch base with family Hmm. I've been hearing that more and more and more from various celebrities various men just working hard and just saying like whoa like I don't subscribe to that per se anymore I subscribe to working hard but also um, spending time with the fam yeah Yeah. so um, there's a guy he ended up did did y'all know Cullen Clyde uh, so there's this guy that ended up coming to as a comedian at 104. Yeah, no, I do know who. Yeah, I know so, who that is. So Cousin Clyde, and then he's got his uh, his manager, his friend, yeah. Uncle Mike. Yeah, he's know? from um, my hometown. Yeah, yeah we're from the same. Wow, damn, yeah, he always got on the Pittsburgh head. Yeah, yeah. we're from the same. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're from the same nigga. Well, uh, the the greatest greatest jewel of advice that he gave me was sort of kind of he. I promise you, this changed how my whole like my whole outlook. Right, so like mm-hmm. usually you think like king and queen, you think like prosperity. Right, being like being someone that people I'm not gonna say bow down to. But respect, right? Everybody works for you. He challenged my thinking. He said a king is the greatest servant. A king, yeah. a king's gonna put in the most hours, make the yeah. toughest decision, put in the most work, wow. and sacrifice the That's most. Crazy. So it's like, how can you expect everyone to sacrifice and to bend your will when it's like, nigga, like you don't even you don't You're what do you sacrifice to your people? That's true. You know? That's true. When you talk about being like Lance, that's one thing about um, Lance serves everybody. Even down to like making sure all four of his women get up the mountain and back down the mountain safely. Like we literally went hiking as a family yesterday to wow. make sure that he made sure all four of us got up to the top and all the way back down safely. And that we all made sure that we took care of each other. Like you watch this person, you watch that person. And then again, even further, do you have water? Do you have this? Like, and then taking it even a step further, Vada, what do you need? Like, are you okay? Like he serves everybody literally like even now, in this moment it's like overseeing yeah, he's, like he's overseeing make sure yeah, is, yeah you know cool yeah yeah uh, i didn't i never thought about that that's crazy that is powerful now i got a question with, the same thing with a little man right mm-hmm. uh you say his name on air or not nah, nah, yeah we, but, we talk about corbin right, just make sure mm-hmm. corbin's name is on air <laughs> everybody knows uh, corbin uh, yes uh, my uh, other uh, one uh, not so uh, yeah uh, i was about to say uh, vanilla is uh, not yeah, yeah, we talk about Corbin and A.S. So, yeah, Corbin, did he have energy the whole trip, up and down the mountain? Corbin oh. hasn't gone yet. Um, Corbin hasn't gone yet. No, Corbin's been spending time with the grandparents. The grandparents uh, are like, they love their grandson. Wait, your mom and pops are... No. Got you. Yeah, yeah, so Corbin didn't go. 
Gotcha. No, we think we're gonna um, you know, Corbin, that's my my little baby. We're gonna do a little nature trail first, probably, like a little two mile nature trail. Like I wanna get him at least the length. Not so much like that mountain yesterday was like it, it, it's hard to the mountains that we well, y'all, y'all was on trail like y'all was on, on trail of course y'all wasn't like no we oh. were like up oh yeah no oh, I got one time of day did y'all go early in the morning was y'all like afternoon 11 okay yeah now once that sun go down I don't think this is too many lights out there man oh we're mm-hmm. not going here on yeah, nah hell nah you say no are you a, are you an outdoorsy person I Stoney? am I am for sure uh, I love the outdoors. I like camping. I like fishing. We got you. Right, so I don't know how that. We, we good. How what? What? No, it just sounds like like the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. like, no, we're uh, nowhere near that. Uh, no. No, we just gonna keep that as part of the show. Like, oh, got yeah. a question. Random question. So, Hopefully. let's get into currently closing. Okay. Uh, we are currently closing. Uh, Rissa said she got kidnapped. Hmm. I just sent her a picture of everybody that bought stuff for uh, And we'll take you from there into currently closing. So no Rissa today. Roy came through and dropped some gems. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Gem, gem, gem. So, I want to say on your point about um, Go ahead, Sam. kind of, because I, I felt very much the same way. Like my family has never been involved in the music industry or the film industry, which is what I'm trying to get into, and they they don't really see it as a legitimate thing. Um, so I, I get what you're saying. Like There has been like a disconnect almost with me and my family within the past, hell, forever, but really here lately since I've been putting the work in. But I just want to say like if you are a family member of someone who is working really hard, and even if you might feel like they're pushing you away to extent, sometimes that is a cry for help. It's a two-way street. Like I can't always reach out to my family. Sometimes they need to reach out to me. And right. I don't. I don't. I think that people should know that if you have that family member that's busting their ass trying to trying to make music, trying to make beats, trying to be an artist in general, don't feel like you're going to get on their nerves to reach out to them and see how they're doing, right. or to even say, "Hey, you know, I was thinking about you." You know, because it is a two-way street, and it I is. feel like my family, to an extent. They want me to reach out, but they they feel like maybe they're bothering me when they reach yeah. out. Mm. There's think, that part. It, and I think it's just so important to realize that sometimes you have to just get out of your own way, especially with Get family. out of your comfort zone. Get exactly. out of that complacency. My aunt, she said, she still asked me this question. I laugh at it now. This shit used to offend me. She said, hey, come on, my real name is Darren. She said, hey, Darren, how's the music magic going? Right? I feel like, yeah, it's going good, aunt. It's going good. Yeah. yeah. I will I say though, that. also though, too. Um, I'm just gonna add to that because I've reached. I've, i I'm always the one reaching out because mm. I'm always the one reaching out. I'm a natural empath. I naturally like. I pick up on energy so much to the point where I don't even like going to Walmart Almost because like. Take a fall. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, I'm one of those like, yeah, like as soon as I feel and sense everything. So I will say that if you feel like if you're like me and you're an empath like me and you find that you've been reaching out too much, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. If you're not getting the energy back that you deserve or the energy back that you're giving, fuck deserve, because you probably feel like you don't deserve it at that point. But if you're not getting a fraction of the energy back that you're putting into it, give it up, and I don't care who it is. I don't care mm-hmm. who it is, like, because you're wasting time. I spent a good 15 years chasing down someone's love that... 
I may not ever get. And what I really need and needed this whole time was to love myself. And it took me loving myself to be like, you know what? I know I put 15 years into like chasing how our relationship is built, but um, guess what? I need a break. I need a break. I need a year. I need a year or two years. Like I need a break from you. Like I need a complete break from you right now. And it's going to hurt me because I'm always the one reaching out. I'm always mm. the one checking in. I'm always the one. I got this going on. Are, are you okay? Do you need anything? I'm always the one that goes above and beyond and getting it back has always been like like literally like a knife in the heart like mm -hmm. a deflated balloon so then i just had to give up like because pretty soon i'm gonna run out of air and i'm not gonna be able to soar and i'm not gonna it's be able to believe you say you're gonna run out of air yeah like, <laughs> i'm gonna run out of air and i'm not gonna be able to fly yeah. like that's a big deal to me i want to be able to fly and i am getting weighed down by your toxic energy is literally literally a pebble on my wing mm. and it's bringing me down so if you feel like that, just remove it, remove it. Um, don't, just take a break. You don't even have to necessarily write them off per se. You don't have to be like me in that moment. Um, but just just go ahead and remove it. Make, make your days better. Make your, make your notions better. Like let your, let your voyages be peaceful and calm. Cause really all you're doing is creating your own cyclone in the midst of you just trying to get to the other side. Like, don't don't put yourself through that. Mm, so to your point, um, I know you say you use, you, you always put out, right? Yeah. And like there's a lot of people that can relate to that. They put out, they put out, they put out, and they never get back. I feel like a part of that is because like as people, like men and women, we love a challenge, right? So like I have a home girl right now. She's doing she's doing well for herself considering like her situation, but she just had like a kid by someone that's like neglectful, right? So like I was having a conversation with her and like you know, I don't have this conversation, like mm -hmm. doing other shit, right? Mm -hmm. But like my thing I think I think with people that put in even I have to tell myself this, like what's the real challenge? Like chasing someone that's gonna neglect you or actually being with someone that's going to hold right. you accountable. Like, there's, like, I feel like chasing a person that neglects you, like, most of the time, they're running for themselves. And the challenge is leaving you alone. That was yeah. definitely the challenge for me, yeah. was walking away. Like, that was the challenge. Even like, me, I'm, like, romantically. Yeah. Like, I have, like, I have yeah. friends that'll, that'll always ask me for shit. And, like, it could be, I, if I had a dog, they needed 50 cent. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I've seen, like friends have it and like, yeah. like for instance, and they like, won't do it back. Yeah, I share a car. I stay within yeah. five minutes. Like I needed a ride one time. My, yeah. I knew my friend wasn't doing shit, but he was like, ah, man, like it's just not a good time. The Girl. family, this person I'm talking about is a family member too. Yeah. And that's what makes it even like, like I assume I'll, like romantic, like part, you said no, this family, family member. Like this is blood. Oh, wow. And I've literally been chasing this, like, I'm talking like blood, blood, blood. Like, mm -hmm. just been chasing, chasing, chasing. You find just was like... And I was like, I can't yeah, do it no yeah. more. I think that's, I I think that's no so more. important is... It is because Just because it's family challenge. doesn't mean that it it has to... You have to deal with their bullshit to an extent. True. Like, it's not bad to say, hey, this... My auntie's toxic for me. Yeah. She doesn't put out what I... She doesn't give me back what I what put I out put for out them. For her. And right. I always say with relationships, no matter what kind of it isn't reciprocated, it isn't chased. 
Right. I will not chase you if you do not give me the same energy right. that I give you. Yeah, no. Because that's a respect thing. Right. And people know now that. you're not respecting if, them. If, if, if you're hitting me up every day and you're checking on me and you're seeing what the fuck I'm doing and you're really trying to put some time and effort into our relationship and making sure that I'm good, it is a disrespect for me not to reciprocate that to you. Right. And people yeah, know that. And they, they, we let so many I people slide. Like family included. We let so many people slide with this bullshit. Yeah. And it's because we don't respect ourselves enough as a person. Person. Right, and I respect myself. So if you ain't gonna give me respect, right, so we just won't have a relationship. Respecting myself, you nah. know. I know you said in prior in the uh, with the vault, the vault episodes. Or was mm -hmm. it, was it yeah, called? the vault episodes. Yeah, yeah, so the vault episodes. You said that you come from like Christian household, right? Mm -hmm. So like your your people, it's safe to say that they're they're pretty religious, mm -hmm. right? So like for you, like what was your experience like being someone that does like tattoos and likes like music? And, oh wow, that and, was and, that oh, was really the whole oh, opening. That, that was like the whole opening because I was. That's not a very like. Yeah, no, that's that not. No, up, even bro. yesterday, well, like <laughs> when I unveiled my tattoos to Lance's family, yeah. I was like, I just showed your mom all my tattoos. Like, mm -hmm. oh my god, like. Yeah. So what was? Well, I had I'd always kind of been the black sheep of the family. I like to call. I've always been outspoken about how I feel about things, and even at a young age, I was like, I'm gonna get tattoos, and my family's like, No, the hell you're not. I mean, they right. say hell, obviously, but like they're like, No, you're not. And I remember one time before I even had tattoos, I just had my nose pierced. I was at a Christmas. And my papa told all my little cousins, all my little girl cousins, you see that no that thing in her nose? Oh. I don't ever want to see you be like that. I don't ever want to see you be like her. And it's just like, Dang. that was that was the opening door. And then when they found out that I, that I had got a tattoo apprenticeship and then I was actually physically trying to be a legitimate tattoo artist, that just was so appalling to them. They really had... But I'm the kind of person, I'm going to do me. I yeah. love you. I respect you. If you don't like tattoos, I understand that. I'm not forcing you to get any. Yeah. But for me, I have to make my own decisions because it's my I, life. I so long, for such a long time, I lived to make my parents happy. I was constantly in the back of my head thinking, well, what are they going to think if I do this? Well, what are they going to think if they find out about this? And at the end of the day, that was making me literally sick. Yeah. So question, at what point, at what point were you like, yeah, I, I just can't do this shit no more? Uh... Already... I can't. I can't even tell you a time of when it was. It was just. It was just me growing up, and I'm like, it just clicked, and I'm like, why am I trying? Even though I'm doing my own thing, why am I trying to hide certain things from my parents? Why am I trying to sugarcoat it and make it? Yeah, make them, and make it and make, make them, them want to accept it. Why am I doing that when? Hell, they probably did things when they were twenty that I wouldn't approve of. Like, right. you know what I mean? And it's, it's it's a different time. It's a different age, and we have different. We have a different thought process. But I think it's important is that even though we don't see eye to eye is that we have a respect for each other and i think that's what me and my family has had to learn to do is have a respect for each other yeah. for example like we went we, me and my boyfriend went to the beach with my family for a week um and we stayed in separate bedrooms because we're not married we, you know and in my family that's a really big deal you just don't you don't live with your partner you don't have sex with your partner before marriage like you don't do any of that so for us it was it was no really a no-brainer to say okay out of respect we'll do that for you but also to an extent, like they respected us when we wanted to go out in the afternoons and have like a long time as a couple. Right. So I think it's, it's all about communication with family. But I think if you let your family run over you, they will run over mm. you. But if you actually stand up for yourself, they'll, they'll like my family now sees me as an adult. And they haven't seen me as an adult until recently. And I'm almost literally fucking 25. I dig that. I respect that. Just because they mean well, that don't always mean they know well. 
You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, I, I, can, uh, I can respect that. And if you let someone disrespect you for so long, they, really, they won't even realize that it's disrespect to an extent. Because, like we said earlier, if you shit and shit long enough, you're not going to smell that shit. Yeah. You're going to get accustomed to it. You're going to be complacent. You're, gonna, you're not going to want to do other things because you've been doing that thing for so long and no one's said anything or no one's done anything. But to right. actually do something about your situation and just say, okay, look, this just ain't how it's going to be. Right. I'm going to be me regardless. I hope you still love me because I still love I mean, you. I, I don't so. love my family any less because they don't have tattoos. Yeah. I don't love my family because they don't, you know, I don't have any resentment towards them because they don't drink or they don't smoke. Or not, you know what I mean? Like, I love them for them. But I can only hope that's reciprocated for me. And one day if it isn't reciprocated, then I as an adult will have to say, okay, maybe that that's my blood family, but maybe that isn't my family. Gotcha. And as an adult, I've had to realize that blood family isn't always family. I don't feel that way about my family, but I have seen certain situations where family can just be so toxic for some people, especially when you're on this come up. Um, they want and they want and they want and they want and they want, but they don't want to give you what you need. And, right. and it, could, it could be anything from money to time to, you know, just being there for someone. I mean... I think for me, when I was growing up, all I wanted was time with my family. Right. And all I wanted was to feel accepted and loved. But instead, I got, I got like the nice house and you know, not really, you got all not the really superficial ha- stuff. Yeah, I like got the nothing. superficial things that you which I thought would make you happy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas like my boyfriend, he grew up having much lesser than me, but his family is so close knit, oh, wow. and I and I so envy that because they. They don't care where they are. They just want to be with each other. Oh, Whereas awesome. my dad, growing up, he wanted to give me what he didn't have. But in turn, I didn't have a relationship. Damn, so that was like right. the focus now. Okay, I'm, I'm going to provide. You're going to have what I didn't have. Mm-hmm. Shit, we may not spend a quality time together. But yeah. But we, as an adult, yeah. I see that was his way of showing me love. But as a child, I really needed the opposite. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So it's, man, being an adult is fucking hard. I'll tell you, uh, it's all about it. really stepping. I think big thing is for everyone individually to step back from whatever situation it is whether it's your family whether it's your relationship whether your job really step back and not look at it from your perspective but right. look at it from a higher point that makes any sense because you don't really have perspective when you're so close to the situation when you right. step back you can really see it for what it is i think for me and my family so for so long i was like we well, don't like me because i do this and you don't like me because i do that when really if i take a step back you were brought up in a different generation. You were taught different morals, and even though yeah. I was taught those same morals, I grew up in a yeah, world different where, time. exactly yeah. in a different time where I was exposed to so much more information. Right, and I think that's the thing. Like my grandparents don't have the information or didn't have the information oh, so when they, they were was growing taught, up. It's just this is it's it. just this straight line yeah. where I see it's such a broader picture of you know it's not black and white. Like there are gray spots. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, there definitely is some gray spots. Um. While we're talking about black, white, and gray, let's get into currently closing, and we're gonna talk about uh, last night in Charlotte. Uh, Crazy. Let's get into it um, because it it seems gray. Hmm. It doesn't seem black or white, and it doesn't. And it's so hard because we don't have all the information. Yeah, yet. and it doesn't look like black on black either. Um, hmm. And there's it. it is it? It's great because how do we find out? Will we ever know? 